Yo, what's up guys? Welcome back to the Digital Creators Podcast. We got another fun one today. It's gonna to be straight vibes. Um, I'm here with Sergio, aka Sergio Snaps. He's a longtime friend of mine. You might have seen him in my vlogs. Um, but he's a content creator and director at his media agency, Echo Media. He's also starting up a cool um, dog food business, Buds Raw. We'll get into that as well. Um, welcome, Sergio. Thank you very much for having me here. And we also have a new guest as well, Jay. Welcome, Jay. Thank you. And she's really cool. Met her today. Um, she's a model, creative, and um, she's just straight vibes, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, today was super fun. Um, we did another round of content creation, part of the content club. And um, if you listen to the previous episode, you know about the content club, pretty much group of friends meet on the weekend and create content for business and restaurants. And yeah, super fun. So how did you enjoy today, Jay? Uh, I really enjoyed it. It's not something that I've done before. I've never really modeled for food, like while eating and stuff. But I think I had a lot of fun and I... Really enjoy meeting, um, expanding my network and yeah. meeting new people in the same creative industry as I am. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. No worries. And just getting to your background a little mm -hmm. bit. So you live in London, correct? I do. Yes, correct. Currently living in London. But um, so my family is originally from Perth. And so I, used, I just come back like for a month to three months at a time. And I came back this time. And when I was supposed to return back to London in March, it was like peak of COVID. Mm. So I've kind of just been here still. So you Perth. kind of saw that COVID was happening and you just decided to stay in Perth? Oh, yeah. It was happening in Perth as well. It started, I don't know actually where it started. But, well, anyway, let's not get into that. But <laughs> in March, London was in serious lockdown. Like it was, it was just, it would have been just a nightmare to go if I went back. So I just decided to stay here in Perth and it's been a lot safer and well, look at us. We're like not even in lockdown anymore. Yeah, it's great here. And um, Sergio, what have you been working on lately? What have, oh man, it's uh, it's been a hectic period. I think uh, COVID has been interesting for everyone and we don't want to dwell on COVID. No. But the opportunities that have come out of it, I yeah. think are really exciting. And it's a way that we sort of interpret the situations. So for me, uh, in regards to my clients, there's been a, an increase of clients that have wanted to work on certain things mm -hmm. and it's been a pleasure to be actually actually help them uh start those projects for their businesses uh and then personally for myself yeah starting uh buds raw with uh, a good friend of mine as well uh so buds raw it's raw dog food and it'll be delivered to your door available in re retail stores as well but um that's basically where my focus has been um mm -hmm. over the last few months yeah, well, that's what we're all about here at the uh, Digital Creators Podcast. Young creatives, entrepreneurs, um, working on their hustle, following their dreams, you know. So that's um, really cool to hear with that startup. Um, and Echo Media-wise, what kind of things have you been creating over at Echo? Echo, so basically it's definitely focused on what the clients need. So basically I love sitting down with the business owner themselves right and it's not about just creating a great looking video with shadow depth of field and cool transitions what i really like to do is identify their business goals so we take a step back and say okay 
over the next three to six months, what sort of messages and what's your identity within the marketplace? And then we identify those. Then when we create content, it's to actually enhance those or create a desired action for the audience to take when they watch the videos or the graphic design or whatever it is that we're building for them. Uh, so I love to go into the nitty gritty of it because then that enables us to get more results than just a good looking video mm. because originally, and I'll admit, I'll just, um, if I use a video as an example, it's like, okay, great, cool. we got the cool trans like what I just mentioned. And then it looks great. The client's happy with it, but are they returning for more content? And sometimes the answer was no, because it was like, okay, great. We spent a grand on this like short minute video but it wasn't actually producing results now it's a matter of saying okay great what's the campaign what are the goals over the next few months and then addressing those with the content and when you guys are creating content um or like creating content whether it's for a brand or for yourself whatever um as an example today it was like super fun and everyone was like smiling and vibing Mm -hmm. Um, how important do you think it is to kind of enjoy the work that you're doing and how does that play into like the final product? Totally. hundred percent, hundred percent. Because one thing is, um, I, I think my critical part throughout that process on the day of filming is actually making the person comfortable and actually enthusiastic about what they're doing. Because at the end of the day, I become a part of their business. Sure. It's as a, as a client, but they're trusting me with their business and it's a huge responsibility. So what I like to do is actually get to connect with them first. And then when we're on the day of shooting, like yesterday I was with a client, we started a brand new project and we were actually shooting some B-roll and it included his family as well. So just through conversation, what we're doing was shooting some B-roll at their house. The kids end up making me a Milo, right? How cool is that? I haven't had a Milo in years. And what was cool is that like we were interacting. I was, chatting with them and then boom, we were able to create this piece of content. It was only because we had, we were in that space of freedom and actually trust. And when we have that element of trust, it enables us to actually create better content. Do you think it's the same for you when you're modeling, Jay? Um, definitely. Like I'll have off days and modeling is not like, I love it, but it, it's not always, it's not so glamorous. It's not like as, as people think, usually think it is, but yeah. So to be honest with you, I, I definitely need good vibes, like positive energy. Otherwise, yeah. I can't get involved. I can't, I won't be inspired to actually work or, you know, model for anything. And I usually do clothings and, and like brands and stuff like that. So it's all kind of the same kind of thing. So, you know, not boring, I would say, but you need something to like, yeah, energy, vibes, straight vibes is what is needed. Well, how are the vibes of those? Um, pancakes today. Sergio, talk us through it. Oh, the pancakes. Let's not name drop pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, we went back. Uh, this was my second time to Kumo Kumo Pancakes in oh, Perth. I name dropped. Oh, um, had to give them a shout out because the first time I reviewed that, like, I, I'm pretty honest with my reviews yeah, in regards are. to in regards to food here in Perth and around. Um, and the first time I went, I was super excited mm-hmm. about what they were doing. And the team is really, really friendly. There's just a lot of hype there. They're, was, yeah, back then. They've done an amazing job, right? Mm-hmm. Like you could, people were waiting an hour, right? Why did they? Why have they done an amazing job? Because you were telling, like, what's different about this place compared to other places? 
well, there's not many places that are doing these pancakes. And yeah. the, I think the way that they implemented it was really, really critical to the success so far. Mm. So externally, and I could be wrong on certain elements, but I found out about them through a Facebook event page. Mm -hmm. And then I also found about found out about them through the Urban List. I think they were oh, yeah. on there as well. Mm -hmm. And then it was just word of mouth. And then we're like, cool, we'll go and check it out. And then... There was a queue. There were people waiting there since eight in the morning when they opened up at midday, right? So I lined up, finally got the pancakes, and I was a little bit disappointed with this the experience after. So the service, exceptional. Like okay. Richard, the, yeah. the guys are great. But sitting down, it wasn't what I was expecting compared to Japan. Mm. Now, today we went back. They've got a new location. We're able to sit down and enjoy it a little bit more. Plus the pancakes, I think, were actually a lot better than the first time I had them. What do you reckon, Jay? How to taste? I mean, I love... I got We got the creme brulee flavor, and I do love creme brulees. So I thought it was really good. But as you were saying, it the nice, flavor did... Nice flavor over... After the, yeah. like, two or three bites. Mm. But it was good. It was a nice fluffy texture. Mm. But I do I do think that when you go to a new place or a new restaurant or like, you know, they're not going to be the greatest. Like, after, yeah. un unless, like uh, you know, they, you need to wait a year at least until they've gotten their stuff together. And um, you were saying they release a new, because like this is what I thought was cool oh. about them. They release a new flavor every week or something like this. Yeah, because they, they, today they had that. From this weekend onwards, that's what they started doing. So the pandan, oh. and then they'll announce the next flavors as that, they go. That is pretty exciting. So it makes you going to go back, which is really smart. I would so, definitely go back, but they need more flavor on top. Mm. They need like to put more toppings on top of that. And I'm glad we got the ice cream or mm. else that, yeah, yeah without that the ice cream, we would have been like, oh, yeah, highly recommend is, to get ice so cream on the side. Jay, is there a parallel between this weekly release of flavors and the fashion industry? Do you think? Yes. It's like almost like a new, well, this is what I'm thinking. It's like a new release of clothing. So if you think about a brand like Supreme, they're releasing, you know, it's about that new release every, I don't know how, like quarterly release or mm. however much they release their new clothing because it keeps the customer coming back. Kind of reminds me of that with this release of flavors because it keeps you interested um, in that restaurant because you don't see many other restaurants like mixing it up this often. But I think you have to be interested in that product to begin with. Like, yeah, say Supreme, for example, I don't really wear that. So I, I wouldn't really care. Sorry, Supreme. <laughs> they're neither with they're the, definitely neither listening with the, to this podcast. Neither neither with the, <laughs> Supreme. I mean, they're same, about to the same goes to. with the pancakes. I don't think I would have actually, like I've seen it, but I didn't really care much about the hype. It didn't really attract me. Now I know who, like who, someone who works there, I'll probably go back, but that's about it. I think I what know. they're doing with the, with the new release of flavors <laughs> keeps it, people coming back because it's definitely. one of those things that you try once. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I guess if they had like a really, really good flavor, and like one of my favorite flavors. Which is? I would, well, I don't know. Because creme brulee is great. Creme brulee is great. But. Um, Sorry, yeah, I just really made sure. them talk close to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. I need to I'm distracted because I can see spot, my bubble guys. tea. I can see my bubble teas are coming. All right. By the way, I didn't tell you guys. Phil Sorry, yeah. from the content club. He's going to drop in as well. Surprise guest. Mm -hmm. um, he was in the last podcast. You gave a listen. Fun guy. 
<laughs> did you meet Phil today as well? I did meet Phil today. Yes, I did. Yeah. He taught me some German words. Oh, yeah. Well, we, what, we all learned some le- German. We all learned a lot of languages. What do we today. learn today? I don't know. If it's, is it? Is it? Are we allowed to? Yeah, we can. Absolutely. Oh, what you say? I forget it. I forget it. Diga. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you go, Harry. Okay, so was geht up. It's also Austrian because I already oh. knew this because oh. I knew that it was Austrian. Yeah. And means what's up like it's kind of youth slang what's up what's up Holmes? yeah mm. and mm. the other one is guten morgen which is good morning <laughs> guten morgen guten 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 morgen, morgen. Guten morgen. oh guys this is crazy <clears throat> so jay is fluent in jay and sergio are fluent in spanish mm-hmm. and did you have another language you're fluent in english <laughs> oh shit! Whoa, Dale. <laughs> nah, Portuguese. Uh, flexed. Oh, Portuguese. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's yeah, that's different. That's too. broken Spanish. I said it. Oh, depends Dale. where you're talking. I learned in Brazil. We're getting political up in this yeah. podcast. Let's let, <laughs> let's move on. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Oh, I think, I think the bubble teas are here. I think I the bubble more importantly, teas are here. he's about to enter here. in three. Two, two, one, hey, he's come in, his, my man. Man, we're peaking. We gotta, oh my God, we gotta we chill stop. a little bit. Let's calm down. Oh man, oh, he has just my entered. Goodness. And this. The okay, Jay, just talk us through what's happening. What the flavors, the colors. Right, so, okay, so I got. Thank you so much, by the way. <gasps> cool. What did I get? Oh. Okay, so I got a taro taro, taro. milk tea. Um, with pearls, coconut jelly, less ice, and zero sugar. And it's purple and beautiful and get try it. Try it, try it. Okay, I'm going to try it. Got to do a little. And uh, Sergio, what did you get? Uh, I love okay, surprises. So. <laughs> yeah, let's get I love get surprises. So, so I just told yeah. Phil. Three, two, one. This oh. is bubble tea ASMR right now, guys. So listen in. Here's your straw. Okay. Oh, yeah, shake it. Give it a shake in front of the mic. Oh, I feel like I'm... Oh, my God, that's legit ASMR. That's crazy. It's my turn. It's my turn, ready? Hey, guys, welcome to the... Okay, he's about to stick the straw in the bubble tea. Oh, this is proper ASMR. Jay's lost it. (laughs) I've lost a lot. Oh, oh, baby. Oh, the slurp. So oh. All right, that's a bit... <laughs> yeah, that that's some bubble tea ASMR for you. Here at the Digital Curtis Podcast, you do not know... I am dying. Again. <laughs> Yikes. Anyway, would you like to... So what did I get? Milk tea with coconut jelly. You're, you're peaking, Sergio. All right, I'm going to try... This this uh, taro bubble tea. It's really It's large with pearl coconut jelly. Eighty percent ice. I guess for less ice. Zero percent sweetness. Yes, zero percent sugar. Oh, this is my favorite flavor, actually. Mm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> uh, I mean, mm. Where's it from? T four. Yep, T four in East Thick Park. Yo, guys, Phil just arrived. So, Phil. Introduce yourself here. I guess I'm a well-known, well-known podcast person already. So yeah, he was in the previous one. Oh, wait, that's oh, we have another special guest. Is he special? 
He's is it special. Uten? I don't know who it is. Okay, special guest in three, two, one. Yeah, special guest. Special guest. Yeah. What up? Introduce yourself, my man. Uh, hi, hi everyone. Um, I'm Gilbert. I'm from Taiwan. Are you taking photos? Yes. Yo, we got another digital creator in the house. Ooh, so welcome to the it. club. Love to see it. And uh, we'd love to hear about your mm. photography endeavors. So, mm. what sort of photos do you take? Um, usually street street photo. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I love street photography. Where do you normally shoot? Taiwan. <laughs> oh, in Taiwan. Yeah. Yeah, Taiwan is so. Have you guys been to Taiwan? No. Negative. Because it looks super cool, like with the. Electric wires and like uh, temple the and houses, temples, the street, mm. the market. The, the night market's really cool. Yes, yeah. night market's from Taiwan. Yeah, yeah, and like lots of neon lights and that sort of thing as well. Yeah, where's the best place to shoot photos in Taiwan? Um, my my top recommendation is uh, eastern part of the Taiwan. I mean, there's a good surfing place and without crowd and you can climb mountain oh, so you've been to taiwan phil tell us about your experience in taiwan uh, taiwan was pretty much my second home in the last five years before australia became a home mm-hmm. um well i was i was blessed enough to meet a local and travel for about two years with that local and in that time i've been in taiwan for about seven months in total mm-hmm. which was um yeah, which, which was pretty a, a pretty big blessing. I've been mm. everywhere in Taiwan, pretty much. And um, yeah, I completely fell in love with that place. If I could speak that language and if the air quality would be would be as much um, as good as in Perth, I would live there. Then Perth would uh, not be called my home. Air quality. Yeah. What's the air quality like in London, Jay? Is it... Is it hell smoggy or is it like... It's very polluted there. Polluted as well? Yes. But... You can't really notice it, but it definitely, when I stepped off the plane and when I arrived here, I could definitely breathe easier. Like the, it, it's, there's like less weight on your chest. Mm. It's so weird that you can feel a difference. Well, yeah. I can't, I, well, I had asthma as a child, so maybe that's why I can feel it. I don't know. But yeah, breathe. we've definitely got good air here. Yeah. It's because yeah. it's um, being pushed over, Mount, over to Melbourne. Oh yeah, <laughs> but um, South Korea as well. That's also quite smoggy. And when I was there, I had to wear a mask. Did you have to? Do you have to wear a mask in Taiwan? Oh, you don't. I did. I mean, especially when you go on the scooter, you can basically after ten minutes ride, you can scrape off the dirt, and you'll have black fingernails off your skin. Yuck. So I always wore a mask and sunnies and as much skin coverage as possible. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. Production. Sergio, Japan. <laughs> did you have to wear a mask? <laughs> uh, I did not wear a mask in Japan. Uh, I was in Japan during COVID, at the start of COVID. Oh, wow. um, I could not find face masks anywhere. Um, locals just knew where to get them from, I guess, but uh, I could not find any. But no, I haven't worn face masks for pollu- mm. for pollution. So in Korea, when I went... This is going to sound so silly, but I used to wear the face mask as like a fashion statement, cool. not for safety. It is. They but are now, cool. They are but cool. now it's a total health and safety thing. Yeah. It's kind Do of you wear 20... the black ones? Yeah. The black ones are yeah. cool. Right? It's kind of a 2020 fashion statement. What do you think, guys? It's a bit of a survival <laughs> to statement. To be honest, though, like it's just, I think if people wore it here for no reason, it'd be, people would look at weird i think yeah because i started to wear after i went to korea i went back to london and then i started wearing my mask that i had gotten 
in Korea, like for to go with my outfit kind of mm. thing. But people looked at me like I had something. Here? Sorry? No, no, London. Oh, London, okay. I've worn wet, I have worn face masks, yeah. Um, and people sort of look at you a little bit. Well, no, but now you have to. Well, Not I mean, Perth. Mm. yeah, you don't have Perth to, but flex. in general, yeah. What's up, Melbourne? <laughs> You can, you can swirl your drink. It's okay. Yeah. It's part of the ASMR experience. No. So, South Korea. Mm. Who here has been to South Korea? I have. Jay Gilbert? South Korea? No. no. Sergio? Not yet? It's on the list. It's on the list. It's on the list. But, um, I've already started planning my next holiday once the world is free to travel vibes. again. Yeah. But um, I want to talk about something cool Jay was telling me about. So, she's going to do a little documentary film um, about herself. She's a star. <laughs> and um, tell us about this little project. Well, basically, I am adopted. Um, I was adopted at six months old from Korea by an Australian father and English mother. And they live here in Perth. And I don't know. I just, like, kind of never really wanted to explore my heritage and I didn't really care about that culture until recently well not recently it was like 20 oh yeah I guess last year I went to Korea for the first time since my birth and I loved it I kind of as I was saying to you in the car or wherever I kind of felt like I I fit in there even though I totally don't you do because I'm like looking at the fashion and Mm. like that sort of thing and in Korea fashion's like next level Big as mm. well so mm-hmm. i was like maybe you naturally this is where you got <laughs> your fashion sense maybe. from maybe i don't know my mother's pretty got a pretty good fashion sense as well anyway so then i decided you know what i want to explore this more i might just as well make film it you know and then it began the idea began it was like oh just a vlog kind of thing i'll film myself whatever and then i posted that on instagram and then i just got so many people being like yo i'll do it like I'll I'm, I'll happily film it for you, and so now it's become this much bigger thing, but it's more about me exploring my heritage and, you know, making that a part of my life because I I do feel very westernized having grown up here, majority of my life, so yeah that's basically it. And um, big big uh, big dreams for this project. We're mm. thinking Netflix. Well, Netflix, BBC, whoever wants. To air it. Because it's a really good story. Mm. And yeah, I think it'd be cool. And was that B-roll that I saw on your Instagram, was that part of that at all? Was that in... I don't think it'll be included, but that's like sneak, like a preview. preview. Not a preview, but on YouTube, there'll be, there are, there's my trip to Korea. I made a little like travel vlog thing. Oh, cool. Um, Yeah, she's got a YouTube channel as well. Check it out, guys. (laughs) What's your channel? I think it's just called Jay Woods. Jay Woods, check it out. J-A-E. Woods. Mm. Mm. And this is super cool because any, uh, whatever content you're creating, whether it's fashion, photography, video, music, podcast, it's all about storytelling. And Sergio, with even your marketing at Echo, do you feel there's an element to storytelling with what you're doing? Yes. I think that is critical because, as I said before, you can make... With, with technology, we've got amazing phones that we can actually create good-looking images or videos, but they should be supporting elements to the story. And the way that you put it, 
is exactly right. Even if you're doing a lot of street photography and things like that, it really takes time to actually get that moment and capture it. But I think they're actually um, re really special moments. Uh, similar with my traveling or the content that I like to create while traveling. The Japan video. The Japan Ooh. vlog, of course. So the main goal for that was to make it as immersive. Wait, tell, tell us about the Japan. Let's start from the beginning here. Okay. So beginning, uh, Japan was always my dream. And I guess I, w I never was in a position to go traveling to Japan just because of financial reasons. And then eventually what happened was I had a friend who studied here in Murdoch and every year he would come back to Perth to visit and he would say, and I'd always say like, oh, cool. Like I'll come and meet you in Japan one day. And he calls me a month before he was coming back and was like, Sergio, I'm coming back on a trip. Let's catch up. And basically what I said was, okay, cool. The next day I just went and bought my flights to Japan. I booked a three week holiday to Japan and didn't plan anything. So like the whole, th the only planning that I did for three weeks was my first night accommodation, mm -hmm. everything else I did day by day. But the, the style of documenting that I did was to make it as immersive as possible because I wanted to bring people that haven't got the opportunity to travel to come along with me. So that's why it ended up being a one hour vlog. But I mean, I did do a lot of things um, and I had the opportunity to climb Mount Fuji as well, uh, which is definitely oh, wow. the highlight for that. Yes. Um, I that want to do that. I highly recommend it. I will do it again for sure. Um, and Hey. Oh yeah, it was super fun. Um, wear sunscreen when you go up oh, Mount Fuji, yeah. like my skin peeled. My whole Gosh. face peeled really? and it was absolutely oh terrible. But um, regardless, it's something that I've always uh, enjoyed doing, just uh, documenting and uh, actually speaking to the locals um, or just people that do life there, I think is really special because it gives you more than just the tourist aspect. It gives you yeah, the day-to-day day day activities and doing the life, day in the life of someone in Japan. I do love that. Mm. It's, it's cool. Yeah. And... Um, why do you guys love traveling? I think everybody here has a bit of a travel bug. It grounds you, doesn't it, a little bit? Like, and you do appreciate more of what you have. Even coming back to Perth for me, I think I, you know, I, I get brought back to a bit of reality because in London I do basically whatever I want because I have no parents or really family members telling me what to do. But then when I come back, it's like, nope, you got to keep yourself in check. Like, and I don't know. I do appreciate coming back here. Although I much prefer to live in London, but anyway, yeah. there we go. Flex. What's Flexing. up, London? 